I think one of our PGA and LPGA insiders, Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, radio version heard Saturday mornings on most of these huge radio network stations, TV version on Bally Sports Detroit. And, wow, Billy, uh, unbelievable week at the Meyer LPGA Classic. Record crowds, maybe the most that's ever watched an LPGA event over four days. I don't have the exact numbers, but I'm hearing really strong. And then the U.S. Open uh, was great primetime theater here on the East Coast time frame. It's funny, Billy. It seemed like the crowd support was stronger in Rapids than it was in Los Angeles. But <laughs> exactly. you're right. Both both tournaments gave us really good champions and some great drama. And first of all, kudos to the entire Meyer team and the Blythefield folks and what a great job they did. Uh, that tournament, uh, every every year you and I have this conversation. And the, the conversation is, I don't know how they're going to do it any better, and yet they do. So well done to uh, Kathy Cooper and everybody there. And, um, and, again, they got a great performance on a Sunday and a great gallery there to take it all in. And what more could you ask for? And then we get to, you know, prime time. We get to go to bed with golf on and wonder whether or not there's going to be a dramatic surge to a playoff or maybe a little collapse by a kid who's never been in that position before. But Ben Wyndham Clark had his act together and pulled off the clutch shots, made the clutch putts when he needed it, which is what the others really were not able to do on Sunday, was put the ball in the hole, which I think last time I checked is kind of a key component of the whole thing. You know, I really enjoy the golf when PGA pros have to earn it. And I know we get the majors and the U.S. Open is notorious for that, but I really would like some of these other courses uh, to not be so easy. When you look at the length, when you look at how physically dominant uh, the players can be, uh, I, I just wish there were more courses that would be set up like this where it's a challenge for the PGA Tour golfer. Yeah, I would agree with you. And L.A. Country Club proved to be, to me, it just seemed like a really strange venue. Um, they, they overbuilt the hospitality stuff. They they had seating for tens of thousands, and instead the crowd was tens. And it was really weird. You had these three-story chalets that had nobody in them. And, you know, you didn't really have the roars of the crowd. It's truly L.A., right? Everybody's doing their own thing. They're not paying attention to, to the big events in town. And yet, even with its extra-wide fairways, that course proved to be a real challenge. The longest three finishing holes in U.S. Open history had kind of some quirkiness to it, right? You've got a par three that's 290, and you've got a par three that's 87 yards. So it's truly going to test both ends of the spectrum. And um, I was happy for Wyndham Clark. I think he's a, a sharp kid. He got his first win earlier this season. I think it was uh, at, the, at Quail Ridge, and then he or Quail Hollow, I'm sorry, and then he comes here and pulls it off, and you could tell it meant a lot to him in memory of his late mom. It was really a kind of a powerful, emotional scene there. Yeah, and you could see the emotions, too, from Ricky Fowler that, you know, he, he had a great week in L.A., uh, but you know, really down the stretch on Saturday and Sunday, had chances, just couldn't convert. I really thought Rory was going to get Wyndham, uh, but give Clark a lot of credit, and Rory has become 
Is he the, I think he is. I don't think it's an argument. Nothing against Scheffler or anybody else. But Rory McIlroy is the face of the PGA Tour. The grand gentleman, if I could use that phrase. Yeah, and Billy, let me kind of address something about Rory. And that is, even even in the postgame show on Golf Channel, the lead question they were asking is, you know, what went wrong with Rory? I was like, nothing went wrong with Rory. He just couldn't drain a lot of putts on Sunday, but he finished one shot out of a playoff uh, during a week when he he couldn't really make anything. The ball striking, the power, the precision is all there. Um, He just happened to to not make one putt. It could have happened on, you know, it could have been a putt on Thursday that lipped out. Uh, When you're that close in a major, I'd never understand the what's wrong with somebody or how could they choke this away he didn't choke it away. He just couldn't catch a guy who was playing a little bit better. And uh, I have every reason to think that when they go to Hoylake for the uh, Open Championship next month, that it'll probably be Rory's to lose. Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live radio version, heard Saturday mornings on most of these huge radio network stations, TV version on Valley Sports Detroit. Yeah, back to final thoughts on the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give. I know you've been to a lot of tournaments. I've been to a lot. Uh, I, I will say this year, start to finish, from my Monday through my Sunday, Father's Day with my son, the best golf event outside of a Ryder Cup that I've ever been to. Well, they do it so well. And Blythefield um, has really grown into a wonderful host venue. Uh, there are some events at private clubs where you don't feel necessarily all that welcome. In Blythefield, they make you feel really welcome and activities for all the kids and all of those other incentives that they put in place for you to come out and bring the whole family. And they did. You saw, you saw, you know, little kids, you saw grandpa and grandma, and you saw people celebrating Father's Day on Sunday. And um, I think if that continues, the field will continue to be as strong as any non-major field on the LPGA Tour. I believe they donated another $1.25 million to feed hungry families, and when that happens, uh, people know that they've played a role in helping their community, and that's that's why we celebrate the event. You know, the golf's great. Big names are there. Had some good drama down the stretch. But on top of it all, when you know you can also make a difference for your neighbors, that makes an even better feeling. What about the possibility of a major one day? You're the LPGA. You're sitting back down in Orlando. Or you're watching the coverage, uh, final round coverage on CBS yesterday, which really had a big uh, feel to it, especially the opening and uh, you know shots of downtown GR and the drone, if not chop or whatever they had over. Uh, Blyfield, uh, with those crowds, knowing the support they're getting right now between uh, the Meyer Stop and the Dow two-person team event that will happen the week of uh, July 17th, what about a LPGA major in West Michigan anytime soon? Well, uh, you know, I say this not uh, at all to doubt the, um, the legitimacy of West Michigan hosting a major, but I say this because I, I know that the majors have a way of sapping some of the family fun and energy out of the event because it's elevated to some level of importance. And here, here's, here's an example. The, the U.S. Open there at L.A. Country Club, the general public 
at a normal U.S. Open has access to about 40,000 tickets a day. At LACC, the general public had access to about 4,000 tickets per day. The country club wanted to buy all the tickets up, and the USGA said, we've got to have some available for the general public. And between the corporate hospitality and all that, there was, there was no vibe to it. And my, my thought is that the, the Meyer, as an LPGA regular season event, that really is an elevated event, given the field that they draw and the purse that they offer, I think it's right in its sweet spot. I think you get to a major level and you start to lose some of the community connection points. So could West Michigan hold a major? Yeah, I think so. Um, do they need to? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're in a good spot. Hey, well said. I, I agree because uh, things are going so well with this event that, and, and when CBS sees it and, uh, you know, Grant and Tom and the Golf Channel, and even before the event began, when they joined me Wednesday on the Port Zero at the Blyfield Country Club, they thought it was the second most attended LPGA event outside of a stop in Korea in 2022, and now you get through this weekend, and I don't know the final number yet, but now the LPGA has to be buzzing about West Michigan and the state of Michigan. Well, they should be, and the truth is, Billy, in the world of the LPGA, I don't know that the majors generate a whole lot more national buzz, so so you want to maximize your regional impact, and that's really what the Meyer does. It is a, it's an all-hands-on-deck, everybody-invited effort. Um, they do it so well. I, I hope it just keeps getting bigger and better. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to tinker with it at all. And in my world, if I could have my druthers, we would somehow find a way to put a major in northern Michigan at one of the great resort settings up there. But you know, that's a whole other issue about population centers and corporate support and all that. But our state's in a good place with golf, so we go from the Meyer. Uh, this week we have the Michigan Am at Oakland Hills. Um, I just literally pulled into the parking lot at Island Resort in Escanaba where the Epson Tour ladies will be competing this week. And then we get right into the Rocket Mortgage Classic next week. So it's a good time to be a golf fan. Yeah, then right after the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit two weeks later, the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational two-person LPGA team event at the Midland Country Club is right there with Meyer as one of the great stops on the LPGA Tour. We are blessed looking out the window, seeing 85 degrees. Pure Michigan Monday. Bill Hobson, safe travels, my friend. Always appreciate the input and time when it comes to the PGA and LPGA Tours. You got it, Billy. Thanks so much. All right, Bill Hobson, checking in.